2: David, football. football, David, the Dave Dameshek football program, available on iTunes and at DaveDameshek.NFL.com. Now here's
1: your host, Dave Dameshek.
3: Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, available as always on iTunes and at NFL.com/slash shack.
2: S-H-E-K Shaq
3: Well, Title Game Sunday in the books. Football fans across the globe got just what they wanted. Now, of course, only one of the two games was great, and I do think that one the Seahawks and 49ers. will go down in the annals as one of the better title games ever played, punctuated by that phenomenal play, which has already been obscured by Richard Sherman himself. Sherman makes the great defensive play, the tip for the interception that uh, sends the Seahawks to the Super Bowl, and then 30 seconds later completely obscures it. Or is it the media who has obscured it by paying too much attention? to Richard Sherman's words after that play instead of the wonderful play he made in the wonderful game that preceded it. It's a little annoying. Anyway, listen, I don't want to get down about it. Rank is on his way up to Studio 66. But well, 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 what a gift, a day after the gift that the football gods delivered to all of us football fans with those uh, two title games. Seated in Studio 66 right now, the 2013 Shecky Award winner for Best Football Playing Guest, linebacker for the Green Bay
4: Packers, A.J. Hawk. What's the poop, fella? I don't know. It's great to be here in studio and see where all the magic happens. This is is pretty amazing. Is it better than you dreamed? It's definitely better than I dreamed.
3: Yeah. First of all, I want to describe your outfit, as I like to do. Football players show up to 66 with a sense of the moment. They understand (laughs) that Colin Kaepernick wears his hat backwards, but Hawk is old school. He shows up in a nifty. Yeah, what is that? You got that? A tie clip, too. A tie clip. You got the skinny tie. Ooh. The checkered pattern that is in vogue today. You have clash. Not clashing, but you have two kinds. You got red shoelaces, Shoelaces Shoe laces Hawk. on
4: brown shoes. Wow, Hawk. I Navy them on a, blue. I ordered them on Amazon. I didn't know they had red laces.
3: It's terrific. And then it's uh, punctuated by the new, what's that called? That peaked collar on your suit there? Oh, that's. Lapels? That is. I don't know. They look good, though. That's the bottom line. Thank you. How are you, Hawk?
4: What's the poop? I don't know. Uh, you know, I would love to still be playing football right now. Obviously, there's only two teams playing, but that's how it goes. So we're uh, I'm out here doing it. the rounds for a little bit. All right, let's go through it. First of all, do you watch the
3: games after you lose?
4: Uh, right the first couple days after you lose, I have no interest in watching any. Football, you know, but I think as time goes, you, you want to at least peek at him, watch him a little bit. I'd say. These past this championship Sunday, I watched, I watched them because I was coming in here to film some stuff with NFL <laughs> Network, and you got to be informed of what you're doing, so I like to be prepared. I would say the week before, I, I kind of glanced out a little bit here and there. I didn't want to sit down and watch the whole thing like most people, but well, First tough. of all,
3: let me interrupt you. At least two-thirds of the people who talk about football for a living around here don't watch the games. Don't hold yourself to okay. that high a
4: standard. So. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Well, that's good to know, then. I mean, I felt like, you know, if I had to come in, I was just doing something with, with Marshall Falk and, and Michael. Irvin I tell you what I talk about trying to match the energy in your voice and the passion you bring man that guy Michael Irvin he's on another planet he was uh he was bringing it I, I have a lot of respect for what he just did in the studio I don't know when they'll, they'll air whatever we just shot but that, man that guy has some energy
3: that's the M M&M podcast okay. who did you like better look who just showed up late it's Adam Rank your old friend there Sit down, Rank. Get caught up. We just began. How are we?
2: I'm doing great. I can't believe it. I I saw it in the inbox that he was going to be in studio. I've been walking on clouds all morning. (laughs) I know.
3: It's a dream come true, isn't it? It really is. We just are getting into it. We're talking about whether or not he watches the game. So uh, watch the games on Sunday.
2: I guess he watched one of them. I bet he watched the morning game. And then bounced out didn't watch the NFC yesterday, yeah well
4: I had to watch both just I told him I was trying to be a little bit informed I was I'm filming some stuff with NFL network so okay. that's why I'm out here I didn't want to go in completely blind and just give them cliches <laughs> and say, oh both teams played hard they we are working hard no, Hot, do that. we
3: could make we could make the small talk all day, but listen, let's be like pros here and at least because we don't have you for that long here. And by the way, you did already say you're coming back out in the spring. That's when we really – I mean, listen, this is great, but in the spring, that's when you get into my car, and we're going to take a spin around the streets of Los Angeles. I saw
4: something. I didn't get to watch any full things, but you – that's awesome. I want to do it. I want to show you my Los
3: Angeles talk. (laughs) I want to see it. Okay, good. It's Um, like Brad Pitt slash George Clooney, those type of guys you're having dinner with? Well, I mean, I was thinking more Linda Lavin and Coolio, but same <laughs> difference. Now listen, I want to talk about this, and then we can move on to the to the small talk about television because we got a lot of movies and TV to get oh, yeah. caught up on. We want to know about all those things mm-hmm. with the Oscars coming up here. But real quick, I do want to talk about those games. First of all, Colin Kaepernick, now you saw him running around, too. I don't want to rub salt in the wound. That's why I would imagine if there's any reason you aren't inclined to watch the football games after you lost, it's because of Colin Kaepernick. Nightmares, true or false? You've had nightmares since that game in Lambeau.
4: Uh, I mean, like I said before, I think as time goes, it gets a little bit better. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to call them nightmares, but for sure, especially as football, the season's still playing, and these teams are still going on, I see them how – awesome it is to see their post game celebrations and how I know how good that feels. Yeah, it's very tough to watch. So nightmares, maybe a little bit, of course. Now, why? And we'll get to Richard Sherman. Everybody's buzzing about this
3: thing. And I have a million different thoughts and I'm conflicted. And uh, so we'll kibitz about that. But first, why not? Am I being too simplistic in my brain when Colin Kaepernick gashes the Seahawks in the first half? I mean, it really looked like and then on top of it, he throws that touchdown pass in the third quarter, which was, I mean, you know, I don't know how to describe – I mean, uh, unlike anything I've ever seen in a football game, he's not on his feet and he drills a throw like that was – like I say, I've never seen anything like it before. So why, if you're Greg Roman, much ballyhooed offensive coordinator, why do you not have Colin Kaepernick moving on every single play? At the very least, to apply the pressure. As you as a defender, are they spying him at, the second, at, at halftime? Do they go in the locker room and say – Um, listen, we got to just spy him and take that running option away. Why did we not see him continuing to run?
4: Well, you can try to spy a guy like that, but I was just telling some guys downstairs, if if you're spying Colin Kaepernick and you have a guy in the middle, which I'm sure they did at times, say he's standing in the middle three or four yards off the ball and your job is to sit there and spy on on Colin. He's so fast and his stride is so long. If he takes off outside and they don't have contain, their outside rushers peek inside – it doesn't matter. That is not going to catch him. It doesn't matter who it is. I mean, mm-hmm. if you put a corner or someone to spy, which you're usually not going to do, it's going to be hard to get him down. He's so big. So that sounds great in theory, but it's probably not going to work as much as you would like it to. You need to have great discipline on the outside, have those guys keep them in the pocket. That's all that matters. I mean, you hate cliches. Believe me, so do I. But if those guys, say so those outside rushers get way up the field or they, they peek inside, all he needs you can watch it, it happen against us that's how you how uh he makes plays whenever you think you might have him bottled up for three and a half quarters and all of a sudden one play bam he takes off gets 58 yards or something like well right yesterday.
3: so then why didn't that so so why not at the very least even if he's not it's not a designed run even if he's ne- he's never going to take off with the ball if you run it at the edge of the defense if you run it at the at the tackle essentially doesn't that then make the defense have to commit a guy to stop that from happening and then open it up downfield for him? What am I missing? Yeah, a,
4: a little bit. I mean, the thing I, I'm, I'm trying to give Seattle some credit for shutting them down and their guys being disciplined players to stay in the lane and not get up the field. And I'm sure they did try to do that. But if, as long as you stay outside, then they might have had one or two guys with their eyes peeking back on Colin whether sitting in zone coverage or something or a spy guy. So he doesn't have all that room to run and then try to make him uh, beat you through the air, which he almost did. And Richard Sherman obviously tipped that ball, and they got an interception to end it. So, they you know, Colin marched down the field in that last drive. That would have been, uh, you know, someone was just saying that if he would have completed that ball, that would have been almost like the catch, you know, back in the day at Candlestick.
3: Yeah, that's a good point, you know, and it was deja vu, too, because that's exactly – I mean, they were a little bit closer in the Super Bowl, but that's exactly the way their last season ended, too, was throwing a pass, a fade in the end zone there to Michael Crabtree and coming up a little bit short.
2: I think they can take that – play out of the playbook
3: that's a good idea <laughs> that one doesn't
2: work in the fourth <laughs> quarter just be like we're not calling that <laughs> yeah never again now what but about what it, well, it does ahead. seem though because you're, you're right when you watch it is there just something subtle going on because it seems i think most people who are sitting in sports bars and doing all that stuff like he's not running anymore is it did you notice something like oh wait seattle's now doing this to him in the second half
4: i don't think people a lot a lot of times will think that a defense or an offense is going and make these crazy changes like the you know you're not going to reinvent the wheel you have 12 minutes literally at halftime guess what after guys go in take a leak get some oranges drink some water redo your your tape on your gloves you have like a minute for your defensive coordinator to talk to you. So no, there's not a whole lot going on. But they could have, you know, they had different things that you can you can switch up and call. And it's just that they played better in the second half than than the first half on uh, Seattle.
3: What do they say? I lo- that's interesting to me. So who does the talking at halftime? Is it your DC or is it the head coach?
4: It just depends on the team. But at least what we do in Green Bay, we we come in, everyone you get a couple minutes. Like I said, take care of your business, and then we you, defense meets on one end, offense meets on the other, offense coordinator talks to the offense says whatever they want to say usually yelling cussing crazy things and defensive coordinator talks to us puts up some slides of some plays that maybe that beat us how we're gonna combat that it's usually just a breakdown in one or two guys it's nothing that we're gonna change drastically and then the head coach will bring you up give Can't, you a little the
2: offense. pump talk does somebody from the offense ever come over and yell at you? Like, come on, what are you doing?
4: Or vice versa. <laughs> um, or vice versa.
2: I'm not no, but it, but
4: that, I'm... That, I haven't seen that in Green Bay, luckily, but that, that goes on, and that's usually what causes some fighting on a team, some infighting. If the offense is saying, do your job defense, or defense is yelling at the offense, why don't you guys score and try to hold on to the ball and don't fumble, guess what? You're going to have a full team brawl in the <laughs> locker room. You don't want that.
3: That's what I, you know, I talked to Terrell Suggs last week because I'm a name dropper, I bring it up. Yeah. And also <laughs> because I want to say, I, I asked him, where, you know, that, Ravens defense was always known to carry the offense until, I guess, last year. I said, does it ever bum you out, being a guy who likes to shoot your mouth off Suggs, does it ever bum you out that you have to sort of toe the company line and be like, hey, we're a team, and we win as a team? And it's like, well, clearly we're carrying this thing. Does that <laughs> does that come up? Do you guys ever argue about that? It never has happened in the Green Bay no, locker No, we
4: room. don't sit there and argue about it because – it's not an exact science. It's not black and white like that. But sometimes, believe me, sometimes uh, there's, there's great defenses. They're going to need their offense to carry them. And in Green Bay, we have a little guy named Aaron Rodgers back there. So chances are the offense is going to be uh, you know, pulling their, their end of the bargain. We don't have anything to complain about.
3: In Lambeau a couple weeks ago against uh, the 49ers, it was it was bitterly cold. It was a grand environment, by the way. I was at, you know, I was watching on the TV, but it looked <laughs> splendid. I wanted the game to go to overtime, not just for your sake, Hawk, not just because now we are we blatantly wear it and then we root for AJ Hawk's team to to win games because you're the Shecky yeah. Award winner. Ooh.
2: But oh, Rank makes a noise like he disagrees. Well, just, Why'd I you read, make that noise? Chicago I, I read, fan, I root for AJ Hawk, the man. Yes, I, I have. And Chicago I Bears, my, the team.
3: Yes. Right. That's not, I man. mean, I don't know. All right. That's cool. I like you to you be man. honest. No jive, right? No jive.
2: I like I like
3: that you're I man got, enough I to got, look
2: Hawk in the eye well, and I, tell him the bit well, no, and give him and, what for. And the last time you were on after the game against the Bears and I said, you know, hey, you know what? Good luck to you. All the Chicago fans got on. I'm like, how dare the you? Yeah, <laughs>
4: man, you can't. <laughs> hey. You can't make everybody happy. I see Damashek retweeting some awesome things people say to you sometimes because you seem to ruffle a few feathers when you talk about the Steelers or your sarcastic tweets about something all I know you guys would love this it's a great game but we all know about a much better if the Steelers were in it or something like <laughs> <laughs> your awesome dry sarcastic tweets that you know nobody when people don't get and then you retweet them that's my favorite thing it's like what Colin Quinn does I watch Colin Quinn mess with people on Twitter all the time so everybody it's on, beautiful
2: everybody on Twitter gets sarcasm <laughs> well, was, yeah people yeah and then people
3: you're an idiot why <laughs> oh you are i get a lot of that i get a lot of that anyway Hawks. So, all right. so in lambo's freezing did you go into the locker room at halftime and drink a coffee or a hot cocoa
4: i drink a ton of coffee but i did not at halftime no do guys I- what do people do to warm up then Nothing. Sit there in the heat. Uh, some guys might go in the sauna. I usually take my helmet, and if it's a home game, away games you don't have a sauna. But we have a sauna like near our locker room. I'll put my helmet in the sauna at halftime, try to warm warm that thing up a bit. That's a good idea, <laughs> yeah. but no, but nobody has like, hey, get me a tomato soup. <laughs> no, they have um, a lot of teams have chicken broth on the sidelines where you, you can see guys drinking it. I've never had yeah. it for some reason. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I've never uh, never tried it. But uh, would I? One thing I will, I, I Do try to tell people. Do you guys have
1: Clay Matthews uh, Campbell soup?
4: We do not. I'm sure he, I'm sure Campbell's would love that, but you know, Hey, (laughs) don't mess with the shield, man. We don't know. Well, I guess they are sponsor of the league. So maybe we could let's, Let's send Clay a text and see what we can do for next year.
3: That's a great idea of getting Clay's ear and say, "Listen, I just want twenty percent of this action, <laughs> and then five percent of that goes to Black Tie, who put it in my ear in <laughs> Jake, We
4: have it. This is you're recording this. And so, by yeah. the way,
3: if that happens, though, my name's on it, so I get a piece of your action, Black Tie. Listen, that's how it goes. Everybody this is a Big wins. money grab, Hawk. So, all right. So, was <laughs> how was for it? Me. Yeah, well, you. I'll, I'll kick a little oh, something to you. Two. I'll kick a can or two yeah, of, there uh, you go. of the soup it. to you. Now, <laughs> listen, Hawk. I want to know about so because this is still a story. I got hammered, as you mentioned. A lot of people. I said, it's of course it's reckless speculation, Hawk. What do I know? I'm I'm, I'm taking a guess. It's a 50-50 None proposition. What's going to what? happen? Right. So I guess. So I said, listen. I don't think Tom Brady. Or Peyton Manning are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Now I'm getting hammered by the Broncos fans. E- eat crow, Damashek, you jerk. Hey, you creep. You know you don't know. Now for the record, I didn't say Peyton Manning couldn't get to the Super Bowl. I just said he wouldn't win it, and I that was sort of predicated on the idea that it was going to be cold in Denver, which it which it wasn't. So he got two games in the warmth there. But, but listen, again, no jive. Isn't that for real? At some point, that the that. The cold. I. This is what it comes down to for me. This isn't a charge against Peyton Manning, I guess, but it's really about the way that offense goes and what makes that defense that that uh, Broncos offense at its best is when the conditions are pristine. And I would think a good hard hitting defense is probably better served being in that cold weather. So. To me, this Super Bowl really does come down to what the weather is. I mean, if it's 10 degrees, I'll take the Seahawks. If it's 60 degrees, I'll take the Broncos. Is that
4: fair or no? I think it's very fair what you're saying. I don't think it – I don't know if you're trying to say you're putting on Peyton playing in the cold. I don't think it's as much him. I think you hit on it when you said uh, the great defense of Seattle. So when it's terrible weather, cold is one thing. But when it's really windy and say it's really – there's a lot of snow on the ground, I think that – the the great defense will will do a little bit better people i say well the offense has an advantage because they know where they're going and us as defenders we're going to slip yeah but i think if there's snow on the ground yeah it might uh it might help out the uh the seahawks a little bit more just because they're so physical they and denver will have a hard time you know playing four and five receivers if you watch yesterday that uh whatever the play when west Walker got um Aqib Talib hurt. Uh, definitely not intentional. I heard talk about that. No, I mean, what do you mean? If a team plays man, if they're manning up, you run crossing routes, and they get they get naturally picked, and that happened. So I, I know what you're saying. You're very valid with what you're saying, but I don't know. It's football. Two weeks till it happens. I, you know
3: what it is with Hawk is it, rank? He doesn't jive. I just He's spoke, right. a delight. First of all,
4: I just spoke for two minutes and didn't say anything. So I was just going to judge you that. What did I say? That's the key. Nothing. He said I just nothing. did what I, like, I told yeah. you. You I made didn't a say. Point. I said you're you're right. Actually, it was I was. I said you didn't even you're say You're the man. Right. I'm in your studio on your turf and you're the man. That's all I said. You're political. You didn't say, he didn't but,
2: even say you were right. He just said you made, you made a point.
4: I just did what I tell other other people how dumb I am. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not even smart enough to sometimes, if you guys watch The Office, Michael Scott says that sometimes he just starts talking and halfway through it, he doesn't even know what he was talking about. And he just keeps going. Oh, listen, <laughs> this podcast,
3: to thanks to yours truly, has, has devoted countless hours to doing exactly what you just did. Hey. A lot of reckless speculation that leads to, to not much of anything. All right, now listen, Hawk. Yeah, but I, I will give you credit. I've said this to rank before too. Hawk, when you ask them about any player or any team that is not the Packers, you get very political. You you Do know, I? you're a master with that. They should really hold up these podcasts that you've done with us as an example to players coming in. Listen, we don't want to come anywhere close to controversy. You mean because
4: you're trying when you try to bait me into saying something about other teams what? or other players?
3: Well, like Roddy White last week said Richard Sherman and the Seahawks are front runners. Did he, he? he said he said, "Well, they're you get if you get uh, up on them they go quiet real fast.
2: Is <laughs> it <laughs> everybody though?
3: I guess so. Like
2: who now, would be talking still when they're losing?
3: Fair enough, fair enough, but Hawk is a master at really at dodging ever uh, weighing in on like I think this guy's better than that guy if he's not on your team. All right then, mm-hmm. Hawk. Let's talk about something what you that you do You to set him up, up with about.
2: questions about like Dana Brody and get them talking, and then you slide in the Richard Sherman question. <laughs> yeah, right, right in between. Backdoor
3: back it. All there right, well, go. let's talk about TV and okay. movies. What movies nominated for the Oscars uh, have you seen so far?
4: Probably none of them. Um, I saw Captain Phillips. Is that nominated? Yeah, I th- I'm assuming it's oh, Captain yeah. nominated at exactly. some Wait, level. That's yeah, the yeah. only one I've seen, honestly. I was. I just got here last night. I'm clicking through the, the movies. I saw mm-hmm. Captain Phillips was on there, and so was uh, Gravity. I haven't seen Gravity.
3: Gravity's but- good. Gravity's worth seeing, although I hear... I didn't see it
4: in 3D. I hear that's the way to see it. I don't like what, 3D. What do you think about Captain Phillips? I loved it. Did you? Tom Hanks is great. Um, well, let me strike strike that from the record. I, I liked it. I, I didn't I like was, his accent. I was more... I was pumped. But, you know, even Tom Hanks, who I literally think, is the greatest actor... Of this time, he really is. Even Tom Hanks, when he started yelling at the the Somali pirates, his accent was gone because you can't really yell in an accent. If you, when he was in Forrest <laughs> Gump, when he was in Forrest <laughs> Gump, he yelled a few times back to the drill sergeant, and he yelled as Tom Hanks. So you can't. If I can find that actor that can yell in an accent, which might be you or you, Rank. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> One of you two can probably do it. But it's true. He yelled. I'm like, oh, where'd that Boston accent's gone, there, Tommy? So I don't know. Well, no disrespect good, to him, though. He's the that's man.
2: That's a little nuance I'm going to start working on. Yelling in accents.
3: (laughs) I thought it was a little bit... What what I couldn't believe was that that's a true story. story. I know. Why is that? I I mean, it was held up as uh, uh, an example of American might at sea, But really, was that hard to defeat those Somali guys? That's what stood out to me. Like, what is going on? Wait, they get him out of the boat and they get him back in and they, oh, they put him in the life or in the whatever that thing and they get him out, but then the Somali guys get him back. What's going on? What's the incompetence with our Navy? (laughs) This is disconcerting to me going forward.
2: It's a tough shot.
4: I don't know how you come on, you drive on a tiny little skiff and you just, nope, let me toss this ladder up and climb on this monster tanker. I mean, I've watched, uh, Whale Wars, the show where where those guys go board those Japanese boats. So... Yeah, I mean, how is that real? How did that happen? I agree if you, with you. Just like, taking a what, baseball bat and hitting right in the head when they're la- coming up the ladder. Did you see I Lord of the guns. rings
3: two towers? I've you not know, seen when, any
4: Lord of the Rings. All right,
3: well you've seen it in all those, or in Braveheart, yes, or any of those of course, other ones. When they get shoot. the ladder up on the la- on the thing, I'm always surprised. Like, well, why don't the guys at the top of the of the, of just the fortress just push up. the ladder back over? Like, yeah, we can't come up. <laughs> but we just keep pushing it over. But right, just this is itch. one ladder. This is one How can everybody get up the ladder? Just have a guy at the top. It with a hammer and like bonk them when they come up. Bonk on the head. Now you can't
4: come up. I know I'm not, I wasn't there, and so I can't act like I'm a tough guy. But you know, those Somali pirates can't fire those AK 47 in a little skiff while they're moving. You think they're going to hit you? But I mean, I I shouldn't say that either. You kidding me? I'm not going to stand out there when a guy's shooting at me. I don't care what he's doing. So yeah, I understand. I just wish. Yeah, I I honestly started to get a little bit sick when I'm watching them ride around in the little lifeboat, and it was so dark, and they're all sweaty. I'm just thinking, oh, my goodness, this guy is tough as nails. That's what was good, is that it humanizes the bad guys, and you
3: can empathize with their plight, and that's the thing. But still, all right, when they pull their little boat up next to the big (laughs) old tanker thing— I don't, maybe they should just have like a, a resident skunk in a cage and just like, yeah. oh, they're bad guys. And they just throw the skunk down yeah. into the boat, and that's the end of the trouble right there. Like something to that big effect. bag of snakes? Anything. Yes, I'm scared of snakes. that's a great idea. Just a big bag <laughs> of snakes. <laughs> <Dumped> <laughs> it. And
4: what if Tom Hanks started, dump the snakes? Get and the snakes! Them. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what, what's the big SOS about? Like, yeah, just get the, get the
4: snake bag. <laughs> Cat. Joke, you know? Here's jokes some tarantulas. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, all
3: right. All right. That's it, Hawk. We got oh, that's it. Black Tie is killing our fun. He's decided it's
1: time to me? end. It. Why don't you why, want to, why, Hawk why, to stay? You're not gotta, entertained by Hawk. He has a schedule. He has lunch. Actually, he has lunch, at, lunch. T- at noon. So, yeah. all right, go eat your fancy right. lunch.
4: What are you going to have? Sushi? Fancy? I'm in L.A. What am I supposed to have? You tell sushi. me. Sushi. That's no. it why i used to oh, like no, sushi no. i've been down on sushi for like a year yeah. maybe wisconsin. this is the place to get back there's good sushi in wisconsin no don't, there's not i'm telling you <laughs> no there's i'm not. telling you <laughs> <No>. people from <laughs> so all over says. come there no, somebody, su- let me, get let me that, just, you get
2: that from people from colorado We've, colorado's uh, got great sushi You're i like, don't have nope.
4: i know my schedule so i don't have to go if you guys don't want to boot me right now but what i'm saying is oh
2: he's overriding you i'm
4: over no not you black tie not you totally fun, aj totally Guess who i flew out here with myself i don't have a entourage or a PR person. (laughs) I don't know anybody. Um, So, people, let me just, riddle me this, Damashek. So, you're telling me, say you go get sushi right now. Mm -hmm. Like my sushi. I like spicy tuna rolls or just tuna sashimi. Great. Guess what? They're not sticking a pole out of the the pier over in Santa Monica and catching that tuna and bring it to my plate right here. You know that, right? It's all nice frozen in Japan all over and flown over here. So they fly right to Wisconsin just like they do right to California.
3: I don't know if that's true or I'm not. Right. But that's I can't.
4: I don't either know. If it, I don't know. If it, I'm speaking garbage. This <laughs> is just, just gibberish.
2: You just—that's
4: <laughs> what I'm just making this up, and I'm sure I'll get a bunch of heat for it. But the thing is, didn't it doesn't sound like a logical question. That sounded question? really good. The
3: sushi my lobby is going
2: to be hitting you on Twitter. My assumption
3: is that what do you think? I, 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 my thought is, is that somebody's out there in Lake Michigan pulling the fish out and uh, throwing it on your plate
4: outside a well, Lambeau Field. I don't eat spicy catfish rolls, so no. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm just—that's just my. You make an Pleasure. interesting point. I didn't you think about that until I got to Wisconsin. I was like, this is legit sushi. I'm telling you. My wife lived here. She went to school here, and she even said she loves sushi. And she says, this is I'm, – I'm pleasantly surprised. There's multiple places that do it as All right, well. then
2: Mexican food.
4: Not as much. It's decent in Wisconsin. There's pretty good stuff. But I think you really do need to be down south, maybe San Diego here, somewhere in yeah. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Get that's, some nice, that's legit. So LA is not South Mexican. enough for you.
2: You're like, nah. LA is
4: South. Well, I'm saying you probably, is it, there's a good Mexican food here?
2: I'm kidding. You know what's funny is I'm, cause I grew up, uh, about 60 miles East of here and really? I find, I know, I know find, you're from
4: out here. What about yeah. you? I'm you from Sh- Pittsburgh, PA. Yeah. What am I talking about? You, I didn't know you were from out here. Yeah. 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 This okay. is where
2: I grew up. Um, you spoon. want sushi Go Silver into those spoon. three rivers. whoo <laughs> but it's you'll notice the nuances of just being 60 miles east of here. I find the Mexican food much better than in Los Angeles Really.
4: Proper.
2: I don't know that you'll have time to go out and enhance it, but you can still there's some still some great places around here.
4: I see I'm not picky. I I my wife gets upset with me. I'm I honestly care more about the atmosphere of the restaurant than I do the food. People are like, oh, what do you want to eat? I don't care. They have grilled chicken. Great, I'll take it. I don't. I want to go and sit there and just look around and say, "Man, this is amazing." Like my booth is nice, leather booth, a sweet table. The waiter's nice, and just sit around. I can eat anywhere. I don't it's care. An I'm not picky at all. I'm all about the atmosphere, food. I don't really care. Hawk, a
3: couple questions for you. I don't want to hold you up because I do so need to already, go get your life. He
2: already overrode what he just said about sushi five minutes earlier by saying I don't care about the food.
3: It is. It, yeah. It's, but I it's, know. What do you mean? You know what? They no, do, do great this. out here, Hawk. You know what's You guys actually, are playing mind ga- Jedi <laughs> mind tricks. You know what's interesting? You guys <laughs> are
4: way too intelligent for me. I can't even keep up. My brain doesn't understand what's happening. As a
3: Midwestern fella, yeah. you probably would be surprised to know this because everything is you're probably informed by Woody Allen movies, you know, denigrating <laughs> the kind of food that, that is served in Southern California. Everybody uh, here is not a health nut. Well, a lot of people are. But what they love are their burgers. They make great burgers out here. You what? should go get one are of them. Are you
4: those? saying you're saying the, the Corpo's, like uh, in and out? No. You're there, you're talking mean, like mom are, and pop shops.
3: Both. Okay. Both. Yeah. They're, but they're both they're they're independent great bars that make great burgers and then they're are gonna, the in and out. I'm going to say world. something
4: that's going to make you very upset with me, especially if you're Pittsburgh roots. Yeah. Now Rank, I don't know, he's from out here. Don't you do it. I'm not going to know this about myself. Um. I haven't had a burger or red meat in like five years four or five years now what's wrong with red meat yeah your oh, last
3: name is hawk
4: i know shame on i you. know i don't know if i've said it but it's not like it's a big deal i i went uh, i've tried all kind of things but i love chicken i eat chicken shrimp fish
3: that's like that's it just, that's, that's like cannibalism your last you're hawk yeah, and I don't you're eating cook bird. Chicken.
4: no i don't cook the chicken just right up, boom eat it <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where I tell my wife, hey, Like hey, Rocky, oh, chases oh. it around, catches yeah. it, eats it. Yeah. So,
4: yeah. I mean, I, I, people get real. You know how mad people get at me when I tell them? And my wife and I are the worst dinner guests you could ever invite. And I tell people, you don't want us. Trust me. My wife doesn't eat any meat or any fish. She only eats shrimp and then cheese quesadillas. I don't know. She had a bad. <laughs> I cooked her chicken our first year in Green Bay on the grill. She claims I didn't cook it, cook it enough. She's been done with meat eight years now. Oh, my God. All right. I want to bounce back to something wait, wait. quickly <laughs> about the cold. But I'm upset <laughs> that he,
2: he looked at when, he's, when he when when you put that out there, you're like, <laughs> you won't be upset because, because I'm from California. So, you know, they're all like because you're
4: probably vegan, aren't you? Are you uh, vegan?
2: See this? This is upsetting.
4: I know. Stereotypes are horrible, especially when I do the vegan gluten-free situation. I mean, I
2: am vegan, but that's not. That's not. No, okay. I'm not. Hawk.
3: About the cold, how bad was it? Was it was it rough playing in that game? Was that the worst conditions you've no, been in? No,
4: not even. Uh, it might have been top three or four, but no, nah, because it all depends on the wind for us. and the ah. cold, it, and I don't wear sleeves. I've never worn sleeves in a game, and it's not about being tough or anything. It's just my arms are fine. You, your arms don't matter. It's your hands and your feet. And It I,
2: looks sweet, though, when you're not wearing <laughs> your sleeves.
4: Yeah, with my super pale German skin, it does not look good. <laughs> I think no. That's
2: what makes it look even better. But yeah. when you... But Colin Kaepernick wasn't wearing sleeves in that game. When you guys saw him run out there, were you like, oh, that's pretty badass? Or is it like, oh, this guy's fronting?
4: Um, I honestly didn't have an opinion either way. I didn't really notice. Not at all. I didn't because it's not like I don't look at a guy if he's wearing sleeves like, oh, man, we got him. We got him. We're intimidating him. No, because I've seen some absolute monsters look like they're freezing cold sleeves on basically wearing huge mittens and they come out and kill us so it doesn't matter to me you
3: i listen i assume you're biased because you play your home games in lambo but i do get a lot of people saying oh you know heaven forbid that uh, because i i support outdoor games and i love the weather and its effect on these games and then people will say oh heaven forbid that uh, the, that the best team wins on a pristine field being sarcastic with me but listen, you can't put a dome on every stadium, or is that uh, the the right okay. way to go? I like the elements being a factor.
4: I do. I, I like the elements being a factor for the game, I think, for watching on TV, especially for people yeah, that definitely. aren't. And you know you know, the draw that the Super Bowl is, so many people watch the Super Bowl that don't watch football during the regular season. People that aren't even really fans of football will watch the Super Bowl just because of the, the spectacle and everything around it. And I think it'll be cool for them to see – these novice fans to see like wow these guys this is pretty crazy especially if we have a, a big snow game or something in New Jersey man that'll be awesome so yeah that's right them, that
3: makes it more memorable if it snows exactly they'll be- oh that's
4: the cold one oh that was the one this you won the one the cold Super Bowl you know that's kind of what it's going to be like for these guys that win it I think but what I don't think it works for is the fans that are going to the game because think about the Super Bowl first of all it costs a billion dollars to get a ticket so. The only – not the only. The majority of the stands are corporate people. Yeah. Like my dad's been to a few Super Bowls with his company and sat there for – he could care less about the teams, but they take like 20 clients that win a trip or something. And so that's that's who's going to be sitting outside. And why – no, I don't want to do that. Why would you want to go sit out and – you know, it could be zero with a huge wind chill, and you're going to be sitting outside when you, you really aren't a fan of either team. So that's what I think it's going to be tough for, but obviously they're – they're still going to sell the place out.
2: I think that might actually work in the fans' favor this year is that you will get a lot of people who are corporate sponsors who would have an instance like that where it's – if it's at the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium, like, yeah, I'm going to go in and hang out in a dome – but then now you'll have people who are like, you know what? I really don't care about these teams. Like, I don't want a ticket. And they, you know, people it gets kicked back. Yeah, that that's thing. a great
4: point. You're right. It might get to the true fans a lot easier now. You're right. Yeah, I So that's, that's, a good, that's a good. That's uh, a good. Now, good thought you had. It there. is the
2: worst part
4: of the
3: Super Bowl is when you're. Si- I literally was at the Steel or Seahawks Super Bowl, and there were people sitting directly in front of me. A couple of guys, and they literally had conversations about why is the clock stopped. It was the two minute warning. Why oh, is the clock no. stopped here? Why? Why? Why are the guys on? Un- punt coverage, downing the ball at the one. Why do they get the ball at the one there? Oh, Listen, no. there should be a minimum standard quiz. You do not get admission <laughs> if you don't know some well, they pat you down there. for guns and drugs yes. now. They also, need to, you, you get, you get three, questions, questions. <laughs> three or five questions
4: very quickly. Hey. There's a photo
3: of Russell Wilson. No, do it's, a, p- it's is. a picture of A.J. Hawk. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> who is this? If you don't know this man, Guess then, you're not, then you are not Four enough.
4: people in the stands. My dad, my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, Hawk.
3: Uh, Kamish Goodell is on Rich Eisen's podcast at this very uh, moment. Is he? While you're here with us. Now, listen, I'm yeah. not going to jive you. I'd say it to his face. Why? Because I don't jive. If given a choice, Kamish Goodell or A.J. Hawk, I take Hawk. Eisen made his
2: choice.
4: Oh. <laughs> now, let me ask you this.
3: If yes. Kamish Goodell sees you, does he say, hey, A.J., how are you? Or does he say, hi, nice to meet you? you I don't know, know who you crazy. are.
4: You know, it crazy. I saw him about 45 minutes ago. He was walking through, and it was hilarious. We were doing a thing with Benjamin Watson. And Mooch, Marucci's the guy. And so he comes up, and I can hear, feel him behind me. Get, get I don't know if I've ever – I don't think I've ever officially met him. And Watson comes up and, like, shakes his hand, like, pulls him in for the hug, and then Mooch gives him the hug. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is going to be weird. And so I just threw that hand out there, <laughs> and I didn't give him the chance. There's no way – I don't think he knew who I was. I was give right. how you doing? AJ Hawk, say it real quick. You know, don't give him a chance. I don't want him to feel weird, you know, because he sees right. a million people. And then the best part of it is he's like, all right, guys. He said hi to them, and he walks out. And probably 14 people would come filing in behind him, like all his, all his entourage. And that's when Benjamin says, and they talk about players having entourages. And I was like, yeah, man, look at this guy. is rolling 15 deep through here. So, yeah, it's, uh, he's a powerful man.
2: It was weird. I ran into him in the restroom.
4: Oh, like did it's you? just not. Is what that you true? Expect. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you n- shook his hand, right? It just not, it's
2: not. I went for the hug. Oh. But it's, it's not what you expect on a Monday morning, and you're like, "Oh, hey!" Like I didn't even get out like "Hello, Commissioner" or anything. I'm like, "Hey!" And I just. I yeah. saw him made once. Right I saw
3: him at a couple of Super Bowls ago, and he had just finished his workout. I guess he's uh, fairly well known mm-hmm. for working out in the AM, and I saw him on the escalator in all his sweaty workout gear, really? followed by the same entourage. No. Did they just stand <laughs> there? They stand there in suits to the weight when they're black. <laughs> Wait, what,
2: the, what was the entourage wearing?
3: I think there were a couple of guys in workouty <laughs> kind of stuff. But like, do the other guys just stand there no. for support? You know, it's and like, watch no, it makes
4: them. work. It's like uh, when when George Dubbs goes on the when he used to go on the runs throughout uh, DC, <laughs> all the Secret Service has to get their sweats on and just run next to him.
3: Did you say to him, "Commission, listen, great season, but after what happened in Lambeau against the Steelers"? with that terrible change of possession thing, we need to address this reviewable play thing. Because really, even though it went the Packers' away, I'm want i a man of justice, and I would like for the Steelers to get the ball there the next time.
4: Because that really was the worst call. Well, ever. you're right. I am a man of justice, but no, I would never say something to sabotage <laughs> my
3: own team. Did he, the Packers. But so did Hawk, did you get? Did he go like, of course, A.J.? Of course, when you
4: said, hi, A.J. No, Hawk, he did he said, say, hey, great to see you, A.J.? Of no, course re- I know you. He repeated, right, well, hey, A.J. Like, you know... No, there's no way he knows me. Like, unless he knows me from getting fined for doing stupid things over the years. That's possible. I mean, he Hush. might just think he's a pain. I'm a pain.
2: He must uh, know how. He's got to know you.
4: Get a black tie. Get uh, Goodell Don't on the make phone. Him, <laughs> get yeah, get him up real? here. I want to make sure. Phone. Don't make him. You know, I, I pride myself in not making other people feel awkward in that situation because I feel no. awkward all the time. No, that's a, a, what's up, man? You got to call everybody man or something, you know? Hey, we'll settle
3: buddy. all hash yeah, hey, tonight.
4: We'll, today. We'll just get
3: Goodell up here in the. The the four of us will kibitz. We'll solve everything. Listen, football is wonderful. We were reminded of that with that wonderful NFC title game yesterday. But there are some things that can be improved upon. If you get Goodell in here, the four of us don't leave sixty six until they're all solved. You understand? Yeah. I think we could happen. do it.
4: Yeah, I don't know about that, man. There's a lot <laughs> of uh, there's a lot of money at the NFL. Right. So Roger, Roger Goodell is in charge of billions and billions of. Uh, Dollars worth of franchises, and he's answers to these owners, I guess. Owners seem to like him, don't they? Do you like my idea that the kicking game, it's
3: taken on too much influence now in in the game? The guys can make these 57-yard field goals with too much ease, in my opinion.
4: So what's the answer?
3: I feel... That we should go back to the days. First of all, ban sidewinding kickers, head-on kickers side only. soccer style. I
4: kicked, I, I toe bashed it. So yeah, I grew could up doing pump passing, kick competitions. You could How's be it? the Packers a kicker, toe yeah, and yeah. the rule is you have to play
3: five downs from the line of scrimmage to be oh, eligible no. to kick. This removes. Why have a specialist guy? This guy who has no effect on, has no uh, no impact any other place on the field. But he's five foot six. Oh yeah, run him out there to decide the game. It, it it's it goes against the spirit of the sport. So you're see? saying if you
4: make that guy play five plays from scrimmage. Then you wouldn't have little guys. You wouldn't guys, have little specialists like It would be
3: A.J. Hawk. And then he goes head Boy, on. I
4: think I, I could play longer. Yeah, I like it. The more you can do.
3: That's right. See, that's a great idea. And then I'll practice like that. long
4: snapping when, that go, when my leg goes bad. And hopefully I can be a long snapper. What about
3: this? The other, well, I have many theories on ways to improve the game. What about this? Go old school. Let's bring the goal post up to the goal line again just because it would be fun to watch the goal line plays oh, wouldn't you if you're, if you're the offensive team like all you do is just line up directly across <laughs> from the goal post and jump across, how the defense would have no answer you're right and the pick plays you could run around can the you goal imagine post.
4: the concussions that would happen if that they oh, could pad that thing as much as they want guys run 800 miles an hour across the middle and just boom right into the pole that would be awesome i agree Wow. More entertainment. It. If you put that out there, is if it brought more viewers, more viewers bring more money. Is Goodell on his way black tie? Let's go. It? Make it
2: happen. Is, ever, is this
4: going? Well, this is broadcast through the whole building. Just right? make sure Goodell hears they're, this.
2: They're hearing this in the lunchroom. I right figured now.
4: for sure. Yeah, they all can hear you.
2: But there was a story about your guy uh, Don Hudson back in the 30s and 40s mm-hmm. who played when the goal line or the goalposts were on the goal line. And George Hallis came out and said, "I don't care if we lose this game. Don Hudson's not not scoring on us." So he put three guys on him. So Hudson ran a slant, hooked his arm around the goalpost, spun around. <laughs> the other three bears go the opposite way. It's like a cartoon, and then both hey. touchdown. So they, you run that play.
4: It'd be, I mean, I'm telling you, it's like the, it, it's like bringing little elements of the XFL back or, into the NFL. and MFL. you
3: put a crossbar across the top because so often and it's, it's got hard to, to judge. squeeze in between
4: there. It's got to go through oh, the box. Yeah. Now that.
3: Then, even short field goals aren't gimmies. Like, well, you kicked it too high. You kicked it straight mm-hmm. over the box.
1: You know? I, I got a rule change. Oh I want to get God. AJ's thoughts That's on this. That's thinking inside Uh-oh. the box. You I see what it. I'm saying? Mm. I want to get a- many levels. Uh, let's get AJ's thoughts on this. You see, way too, way too often nowadays, receivers always asking for flags. Yes. Always yes. asking for flags. This was a pandemic in soccer once when pe- players would stand up asking <laughs> for the yellow pandemic. card. Yes, Yes. You know, and FIFA implemented America's a game. rule that, hey, in soccer, once you start, you know, asking for yellow cards, you get carded. Really? So, yeah. Okay. So now, because I mean, the, the offensive part of the game in the NFL is already so you know overpowered, should we now start handing out penalties to receivers asking for flags? Because it's getting too much, guys.
3: I agree. It's every single play. If there's an incompletion, right. then it equals the receiver begging for a flag.
4: You're right. That's a. I, I like that that idea, especially being a defensive guy. Um, but then, would I get flagged when I? get upset when a guy like martellus Bennett who's six foot seven pushes off pushes off of me in into my face mask even though he's already nine inches taller than me and his wingspan is like Michael Jordan no do I get, do I get flagged no, flag? because even he didn't catch the ball but still
3: but when Goodell was, gets oh, up here when Goodell gets him, up here you're the one giving him the idea so you get a pass that's, you know yeah. what, the, the I don't think you you're going to send that memo get, out to the refs. You
2: get grandfathered in. I get grandfathered in. <laughs> came up with it.
3: Last <laughs> thing, Hawk, last thing, because you've got to go eat your lunch, and you have somebody outside the glass there. Oh, Allison is waiting that. for you, your handler today. Now listen, real quick, what did you think of Dick Sherman's business after the game?
4: I, I just want to say. Is that what he's going by now? I, I, think everybody, I think every I think any should. Richard should go by Dick. Well, yeah, it I have, an, I way have an cool. Uncle Dick. Yeah, I, I told, what I told age Rich Eyes that
3: Dick, Dick Eisen oh, would man. have way more cash. Okay,
4: I, I don't mean to to make it longer, but how? What age? At what age? And what day do you decide to change your name to Dick? I have an Uncle Dick, and I've known him my whole life. Uncle Dick one, but his name's Richard. I didn't know his name was Richard till I was like, you 12. gotta
3: make it the whole way. But Listen, I'm saying, when did he switch? I'm
4: William David. You see? Yeah, I'm I'm
3: William what? David Damisch. Okay, Bill. if I no, not Bill. But I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Dave Damashek whatever. No, that doesn't that doesn't catch your ear. If I were Billy Damashek, then I'd have a, I, I'd be ten times cooler than I am now. Why don't you
4: do it? You think what are It's you, too late now. You're in L.A. You, everyone does name changes. Imagine
3: if I were Billy Damashek.
4: You know, that's I I've, I'm way hipper, right? I, I would seem way cooler. Billy, don't you think? and you just wear you wear what you wear now, which is no jacket on, with a tiny little. Super skinny tie and little glasses. Let me tell you why.
3: It's the same thing. <laughs> I've said so this. Hot. I've said this to the man. I'm going to
4: name drop Hipster. again. I've said this to
3: to one Jimmy Kimmel, who sits atop uh, the the late night world these days. Yes. I said them. Can you imagine if you would have as a teenager? Because most kids they want to feel more grown up when they're fourteen, 14, 16. They say no, no more. No more Jimmy. Just call me Jim Kimmel. If he were Jim Kimmel, I I listen. I propose he would not be where he is right now.
4: You might be right. Don't you think he's and Jimmy he,
3: Kimmel. He seems like a ah, like more you like know a why fun he's, guy. Right?
4: He's he's doing so well because he's embraced the whole internet culture too. He right? puts his stuff on YouTube. He doesn't try mm-hmm. to hide it. He says every he wants everybody to see it. Man, Dimashik, I don't know about you. You, you guys both, you guys get in the studio. Savvy. This thing does something to really expand <laughs> your mind and make you a smarter person. But now, Richard Sherman, Sherman, I honestly don't have an issue with what he's doing. I, th- what I have an issue with is coming to him. 20 seconds after he just made yeah, the play right. of his life to get into the Super Bowl, I've been on the field when we won the NFC Championship. When you know, like all that hits you that you're going to go to the Super Bowl finally. And regardless of what he said, I don't, I don't ever think you should downgrade another player or say something about another player. But coming to a guy like that, I don't have an issue with like what, like what people said. You want me to shut up and stop me? Then make me stop? Uh, you know, catch a touchdown on me? So. When he's that good, you can do what you want, and I think it's one of those things we'll look back on like we look back at Dion's videos of him dancing around and going crazy and doing rap videos, and you just laugh and say, like, "Oh, that was amazing." So he'll sit here in twenty years, you know, hosting some show and, and say, "Man that was I mean? that was really a character,
3: Yeah, you know what, and that's to see Hawk and rank, you guys both like your wrestling. If the the Reddit wrestling is popular, he's probably gonna go to WrestleMania next year. Now he's gonna host it. It's fake, and yet people watch because of the trash talking. Why that would not extend into the entertainment side of football? What do we want? Everybody who just says, you know, listen, I'm not diminishing Russell Wilson, but he was on this show, and I enjoyed speaking with him. But he does. I said, isn't it better if you get the Saints up in your joint where it's rainy and raw? Doesn't that give you a big advantage? I just enjoy competing against Drew Brees. I'm like, yeah, but but I'm saying, isn't it? Better in the rain for you than being in their dome. Look, I I I try to go one and zero every week, and it's an honor to play football. And that guy's like, all right, but you know what I'm saying? I like the heat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like like I said, I want
4: more from you. If the league was like me, man, how boring would that be? They wouldn't be making any money if everyone was just sat here and tried to be politically correct like I have been on this whole show.
3: All right, listen. Hawk, <laughs> you're a delight, but I want you to know something. Yes, Uh-oh. you won the 2013 Shecky Award mm-hmm. for Best Football That's 2014,
4: so can I count? That's right. Does this count towards my yes, point? Yes, it does. You're off. If fight, I just make start. the most appearances, hopefully I can win 20 in 2014. That's not going
3: to get it done. Dang. You're You're the rabbit right now. Listen, we're okay. not even through January, Can't and you made Suggs, it. Suggs,
4: though, man. I'm sure he's in the run. He is he's awesome. What a he character. Is, and what a big, tra- scary dude. He can just threaten you and win it. He's
3: out of the running. You know why? Uh-oh. Because I generously, at the end of the interview, offered him a gift I, I wanted to give him a terrible towel from my personal collection. Ooh. I offered it to him. He rejected it. He Uh-oh. wouldn't even touch it. He really? wouldn't even touch it. Can you imagine that?
4: I would. What kind would of etiquette it. is that? I would take. I'd give it to my daughter. Play oh, see, I wish I, I, had had it with. Oh, I had my son. I had my one year old son sleep with it. You know what?
2: Oh, if, I, uh, if I have it, with, I, nah, I don't have. I would have brought. Me. Yeah, I would have. Guess what? what? It?
4: You want to know why? Because. Packers can decide in, in ten minutes they hate me and guess what if the Steelers want to give me a job yeah thank you ah oh, <laughs> goodbye rank
3: you'll find me on cloud nine a <laughs> cloud ten
4: I'll be up there what about the Bears with, if that ever happens uh, that's a little tougher for me no, I can't be. I mean I love believe me I love to be at the Green Bay I, that's my favorite it's a dream come true but. The truth is, there's going to be a time when they don't want you. It's happened before with them. So, with right. anybody, we all know our time is coming. So We yeah. need you. We need Would a you? middle linebacker. You'd fit in great <laughs> next some, to, to Lawrence studs, Timmons. You'd be great them. next there. Come on, man. All right, no. you go. Hopefully, I'll play for a long time in Green Bay.
3: All right, Hawk. Listen, a pleasure. But I, I don't want to go out with a challenge, but I just want to say... Appearances, quantity is not going to get it done in 2014. I understand. Because of you're a victim of your own success on the DDFP.
4: Understand? So, I, like if I'm tired or I don't feel like talking one day and I come on and have a very poor performance, that's not it. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's a batting
3: average. They're SUGs. They're the SUGs of the oh, world. That, you know, listen, we, think we got so many good guys. We like Terrence like. Newman. He's a fun guy yeah, to talk with. Well, you know who else we like talking with? Ryan Clark. So, yeah. listen, there's a challenge for you. I want you to raise your game.
4: I'm gonna can have to, you do it? I'm going to do some more prep work and some more research before I come on next time about you both you guys. All right, I'd like that. Right. So, info. when you come back out here, Hawk, Uh-oh. I want this is the
3: time we've talked about it for some time. It's arrived now. Your old man has to get on the phone or better yet, bring him with you.
4: Pistol Keith Hawk. Let's can you bring? Him. can you bring the misses in? Yeah, she'd love to come. She radio T V broadcast. She lived out here. She's the intern oh, for Fox. That's perfect. And then we can convince
3: her she at least to call to, you Hawk she... around the house.
4: Oh okay. now we're talking. Yes. yes. She wants to come with me next time anyway, so man, we need to get her in here. But we just we're gonna we mute bring her. She likes to... to talk a lot too, so we're gonna have to like we'll have to you have to turn her mic off every once in a while. I'd love we'll to have...
3: hear what it's like the the life oh, of being with I wish a profit. If you player. listen
4: to her talk about me, it is to me it's even funny how ignorant she thinks I am.
2: It's awesome. Beautiful.
4: Yeah. So beautiful. you would love it. You would enjoy it.
2: If it'll help, I'll bring <laughs> in my wife, Rosie McGee, and she can explain how cool it is to call your husband by his last name.
4: That would that might put her that over might, the top. That might, if that she might has somebody to forward.
2: commiserate with, like, oh, no, this is the way to go.
4: Yes. And you guys are both highly successful media moguls. And yes. that's, <laughs> that's when right. I'm post-football, I would like to do something in the media world. Hawk
3: scram. Huh. You got to go eat your Mexican and or sushi lunch. With Allison probably, behind the glass. Probably
4: chicken with a little or barbecue sauce. Chicken. Nice. Okay.
3: Yeah, have them cook it this chicken time. Cracker. Just try it. They're no. doing some neat things with cooking. Nope. All right. <laughs> Wrong. AJ Hawk, 2013 Shecky Award winner, number one in our heart. <laughs> I didn't want to say it with him in here, Rank, Because I want yeah. I wanted, I wanted the, uh, the fire in his belly to mm-hmm. keep going. But, I mean... How are you going to beat him for, for best football playing guy? He's going to get the Shecky in 2014 again, isn't he? I mean, I don't, he can, I don't want to get crazy because we still know. have 11 months, but
2: still. No, because like Russell Wilson could show up and just start shooting on everybody, like taking a page out of Richard Sherman or Dick Sherman's book and doing something crazy like that. But right now, the leader in the clubhouse, without a doubt, is A.J. Hawk. As what? long as his dad doesn't tell him, because we know his dad listens to the show, so we'll be uh, pleading to him, don't don't let your boy in on this, but he's – He's leading the way right now. All right.
3: So maybe because we're going to wrap it up here pretty everybody wants to spit out their thoughts on the two games and start kibitzing about these play about the Super Bowl and this matchup and it is a great one in terms of, you know, same as Frazier Alley, the styles make the matchup and all that, number one defense, number one offense. But we have a fortnight to do that rank, so I don't want to mm. I don't I don't see any need to go on and on. I'm glad Hawk touched on it. The big takeaway from the AFC title game was the Wes Welker play because once Talib went down, that essentially did end the game. Second
2: consecutive year that that – an injury to keep Tlaib has made a huge impact in the game. Not saying, oh, that, right. not saying that the Patriots would have won both games, but definitely changed the complexion. Another case of deja vu. Because the, the
3: Crabtree thing, the play, the Niner season ending in the corner, of the right end zone, the right corner of the end zone. Right. Um, but, yeah, you're right about the Talib thing. But, yeah, you know, you, you did get that sense by about, you know, the second quarter-ish that... While you know, I mean, of course, we've been saying that for a long time, that Will Fork and Mayo was gonna, were going to be hard losses to overcome, and it's remarkable that they got as far as they did. But once Tlaib went out, it suddenly then felt like, wow, they just have nobody out there. There's just nothing yeah. to, to slow down this offense, especially in the 60-degree weather and everything else. And I do still stand by what I say. It's not hate for Peyton Manning. I do think that that offense— the way he throws those wobblers, if it's windy and cold, I still like the Seahawks. Now, like I also say, if it's over 50, I could see Peyton hanging 50 on that defense. As good as it is, I could see them, him exercising all demons and that sort of being the story of that game that he just goes out there and tortures that defense.
2: But it seemed like he felt that he reached a milestone by winning that game because if you look at it, like Cooper and Eli and, and Archie were all in that box. It was all a huge deal. You see, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take it away because it was a great performance. He played very well. I think he would tell you himself that he's got to win one more and he's got to win the Super Bowl.
3: And I'll tell you, and and one more thought, and we can, uh, you know, and uh, like I say, we'll project ahead uh, about the two teams involved in the Super Bowl. But uh, one last thing. I do tip my hat to Belichick and Brady and those guys getting as far as they did with really, I mean, everybody had injuries, including A.J. Hawks, Packers, and everybody else suffers injuries. But, man, they suffered some big-name guys not being, I mean, not Gronkowski. They're arguably the three best defenders not available by – the end of the first quarter um, of the title game there. The other thing is, I, I think it's a, a phenomenal sort of contrast a remarkable thing to look at that Kaepernick, as dominant as he was, as special as he was, unique. You've never seen a player, a quarterback – do the things he was doing in the first half, then in the second half to just watch that ashen look on his face when he throws that pick, he gets that fumble, and then he throws that pick. He looked lost and overwhelmed by the situation to then bounce back and take him down the field at the end there and put him, you know, a ball that goes, if he, throw, if he puts a little more on it and he throws it about a foot taller there, now he's the hero of the Super Bowl. Remarkable stuff, and it's why we love football so much, right? Second year as a starter, he's got a bright future. I guess so, but you wonder. Now he's come up short. Now in the big moment on those last minute drives. Now I wonder if that'll start to
1: be whoever, a part of the story. Whoever, you Go now again with your narrative. already writing, writing that one. Come on, guys. Come I love. i Believe them. me, I think I he's a future, too. You know. Anyway, so all right, real, real so, quick before we wrap up, I know we're all sharing Goodell meeting stories. I walked right past the man, no entourage, just me and him, man to man in the hallway. You didn't have your entourage? Him. No, no entourage oh. for me. Definitely none for him. And uh, just me and him, and in a lot. Of, I tweeted that out, and a lot of people were asking about his body language. So, quick body language <laughs> breakdown on the commish. <laughs> I would say calm, reassuring, uh-huh. slightly intimidating though, in a in a kind way. In a you don't want to you know disappoint him sort of way. But yeah, it was good good day. Good day. Wow,
3: I wish you would have wrangled him and brought him up here because I nah. really do think if we could powwow, hawk. Goodell and the two of us, there would be no problems left going forward. 2014 and beyond, NFL would be entirely fixed. All right. Now Tie wants us to wrap it up. So we will do that. We'll be back later in the week. Any thoughts on a guest for later in the week before we ship out to New York City?
1: We're working on it. We're working on it. Just remember always tweet the show, hashtag DDFP. And also, Damashek, Adam Rank, Matt Money Smith, Molly Caram, hosting the Super Bowl live show, NFL.com live, Super Bowl 48, live from New York. You can follow at NFL.com live for more updates on that. We're counting down to the Super Bowl. We're doing some fun things with Rank. Damashek, your stuff is on here as well. So, uh, at NFL.com live.
3: <laughs> wow.
1: wow. <laughs> so, so wait, the, the, the
3: closing <laughs> thought is that. Check it out, because Rank is doing some good stuff,
1: and Dave's doing some stuff, too. Dave's doing <laughs> some stuff. We're doing That's a so countdown great. with Molly Carum as well. Doing I some, doing get some, it. Yeah, it's, Dave, You're your stuff clever. is going to be on there. Just check it out at NFL.com Live right. and hashtag well, no
3: thanks to Black Tie, but great thanks
1: to our main man,
3: AJ Hawk, for jumping in here and kibitzing with us. He's probably now eating some sushi as we speak.
2: Rank, glad you made it in here in time. I was I was worried sick. Ooh, I was worried, too. I had a couple of other commitments, and I was worried. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I actually just said, you know what? I'm leaving. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, so, all right, we'll be back again, and we'll do a, a,
3: a proper sort of preview of this Super Bowl coming up here, but uh, we couldn't help ourselves getting swept up with our main man, Hawk, there. So, uh, thanks for indulging it. We'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce in the meantime. Thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.
0: Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
2: They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go
1: places.
0: Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise.